Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Google reviews can be a powerful endorsement for a business, but what happens if you get a bad review? Is there anything you can do about it? Well, yeah, there is. According to Jesse Weatherly, creative director of Jork Consulting, if, for instance, you receive a fake or illegitimate review, you can ask Google to remove it. If it's an honest review, there are steps you should take to minimise the damage, all of which Jesse explains in a moment. First, though, how is a business discovered on Google? Jesse Weatherly tells Chris Ashmore there are two ways. You've got the organic search. So that's where I search for a business and I might come up with their Facebook page or their LinkedIn page or their website or a media article about them. So those are the sort of the organic searches where Google is sort of finding other pages that mention you and delivering that in the search results. You don't have a lot of control over that and what comes up unless you're sort of actively doing search engine optimization or paying for Google ads and things like that. The other way though that you can ensure that Google finds you is through a Google My Business listing, which is kind of like the Yellow Pages ad from years ago. So the difference though with the Yellow Pages ad and Google My Business is that it's completely free. So so you can tell Google where you are, who you are, and they can you know, connect you with those people that are looking for you. So if I search for cafe near me or cafe my suburb, then I'm going to come up with those local listings for cafes that are near me. And if you don't have a Google My Business listing for that, then Google won't include you as part of those searches. And having a Google listing for your business allows customers to review, is that right? That's right. So your Google My Business listing houses a whole pile of information that you can put in there. So you've got your website, you can connect. If you take appointments, you can connect it to your calendar so people could book appointments directly through to you, your phone number, a map with your address. So you can put photos on there, lots and lots of information that you can put on there. But one of the main things that the Google My Business listing does is actually house your Google reviews. Now, Google reviews, I refer to them as little golden nuggets of marketing goodness because they really do influence a couple of things. Firstly, they influence how you appear on the Google My Business listing. So if I type in accountant near me, then there's going to be pages and pages of them, but those first few that appear, which are obviously the ones, you know, we want to be in those first couple, that's some of the way that we determine where that lands is going to be based on your Google reviews. We know that customers trust Google reviews because they are essentially quite transparent. I can click on the person that's left the review, have a look at other reviews they've left. And so, you know, people trust Google reviews. So this is definitely a big plus to the Google My Business listing is that you can capture those Google reviews. And the big thing with Google reviews is that once they're on there, they've been left in a digital place, it's publicly available. You can take those Google reviews and use them other ways. So you can add them to your website, you can share them on social media. So you can get as much mileage as possible once someone's left your Google review. 
And so it's a good idea then to encourage customers to leave a Google review. Absolutely. Customers will either leave a Google review if they're really, really happy or they're really disappointed. And so what we want to do is ensure that we are asking our really, really happy customers to leave us reviews and maybe even just the sort of middle of the road happy customers, encourage them to leave a review because the more reviews we've got there and the more good reviews we've got there, the better. And it does mean then that if you do happen to get a negative review, that you've got lots and lots of other good ones that it's not going to have a huge impact on you. Well, inevitably, of course, there will be a bad review. And if a business does get a bad review, Jesse, what should they do? I think the first thing is to not panic. If you've got lots and lots of good reviews and you get one bad one, it's, you know, these things happen. The first thing you need to do is identify, is it legitimate? You know, do you know this person? Were they definitely a customer? Easier to do in a service-based business where you know your customers well. Bit harder if you're in hospitality and things like that. But first of all is try and determine whether it is legitimate or not and that it's not malicious or a competitor. And if you do feel that it is malicious or that it is a fake review, then you can approach Google directly directly and report that review and they will review that and potentially take it down if they agree with you. And they have their own methods of determining that as well. You know, if somebody has opened a brand new account on Google today and then the first thing they did was went and left you a one-star review and they have, you know, hidden their name and things like that, then Google may determine that that's potentially a fake one. So, you know, they have their own method of determining that, but that's certainly the first point of call. But look, if you can't determine whether it's legitimate or not, or if it is legitimate and the person did receive bad service or felt they received bad service, then you need to respond to that in a public way. So you need to respond to the review. You should respond to all reviews, good and bad, but you should respond to it. But when you do respond to it, it's really, really important not to be combative because other people are looking at that bad review, but they're also looking at your response. So we need to think of it like somebody is making a complaint to us in front of a room full of potential customers. How are you going to respond? So you need to say, you know, really sorry that you had that experience. That's certainly not the way that we handle our business. We'd love it if you would contact us privately so that we can help resolve this. So that we're showing that we're caring, certainly reiterating that this is not what we expect for our service and then asking them to contact us so that we can sort it out. That's really important because that's what other people are watching. If you go back and say, oh, you did this and you did that and you didn't do that, then that's what I'm going to judge you on, not the bad review. Mm. I suppose the issue is, of course, if you're getting more than one bad review, you're getting quite a few of them, then there's not so much that you need to do on Google. It's something in your business that you need to take care of. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're always going to get that whinger, but you do need to say, well, is this legitimate? Could we have done something better? Because you are working on such a public platform now from a customer service perspective. You know, you upset one customer, the old adage was, you know, they tell 20 people. Well, unfortunately now with social media, they can tell thousands and thousands of people. So we do have to make sure that our internal processes from a customer service perspective are tighter. And if the complaint is legitimate and there's nothing that Google can do to get rid of that bad review, 
it's stuck there, isn't it, forever? Look, if you were to, if the customer does contact you and you're able to resolve the issue for them offline, then you are within your rights to ask them. If you've built a good rapport with them and everything's happy now and you've come up with a good resolution for them, you can ask them to remove it. You could say, look, you know, happy to give you this discount or do this, whatever. Does that solve your problem? Would you mind removing the bad Google review now that we've resolved that? Now, you have to be careful because you're not allowed to incentivize people to leave Google reviews and you certainly don't want to be incentivizing them to remove them either. But it is okay to say, you know, now that this has been resolved, could you amend that review or, or remove it? Now, I take it these principles apply to social media like Twitter or Facebook as well. Is that right? Absolutely. Look, Google is the premium because people are going to Google you. It's the number one search engine, all that sort of thing. So, And the Google reviews are really trusted. So that's your number one. But absolutely, there are lots of other places that people are going to be tagging you and talking about your business. You know, Facebook, you can leave reviews as well. So you do want to make sure that you've got a handle on all of the areas where customers may be talking about you in a positive and a negative way and making sure that you have some influence over that and you've got some control over it. And we've certainly seen legal cases in recent years in Australia where people have lost significant business through negative Google reviews and have sued over it. And one of the big things for me that's come out of that is that in one particular case, it took him 18 months to realise that that bad Google review is there because obviously he wasn't on top of Google reviews and wasn't reviewing them and things. So, you know, it took 18 months for him to see it. So that's why such extensive damage could be done. If you're on top of this and you know what's going on and you know about your digital presence on the internet, then you can get on top of these things much quicker before damage happens. That's Jessie Weatherly, Creative Director of Jork Consulting. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.